Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 127 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we begin our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. We're in May the 3rd to May the 9th, covering Doctrine and Covenants, verses 46 to 48. Um, And today we're going to look at the context behind Doctrine and Covenants, section 46. There's really two main subjects I want to cover with this because uh, there is um, kind of two reasons why this revelation was given. Now, um, there is a quote by Stephen C. Harper, which helps us understand kind of the background behind um, the discussion from the Lord about in allowing individuals into the, um, the public meetings of the church. Stephen C. Harper writes, quote, Missionary John Murdoch and his companions were preaching in Cleveland, Ohio, when a, de- when a deceiver came forward and knelt as if to pray, but actually he was giving a sign to the banditry to begin their abuse. Immediately his cohorts blew out the candles and threw inkstands and books at the speaker. Later, back in Kirtland, the brethren counseled together about the situation. Some favoured excluding from church meetings all who are not firm in the faith. Others opposed this idea, citing the Book of Mormon passage in which the Lord commands the church to not forbid any man from coming unto you when ye shall meet together for sacrament or confirmation meetings. Both positions seem justified. The saints needed further light. Close quote. Um, I think this is interesting because it gives us an, an understanding why uh, there was there is specific uh, mention about um, whether or not to invite and allow um, outside individuals to, to join um, public meetings of the church. Uh, because, of course, you know, don't forget the church is at this stage 11 months old and it's still very new. Uh, and of course, more and more of its um, word is being spread and more and more people are being alerted to it. Those that are you know, interested in it, those that are ambivalent towards it, but also those that perhaps are antagonistic towards it. Uh, And so these instances started occurring. Um, In the Joseph Smith Papers analysis, it says this, uh, quote, when John Whitmer introduced this revelation in his history, he explained, in the beginning of the church, while yet in her infancy, the disciples used to exclude unbelievers, which caused some to marvel and converse about this matter, because of the things that were written in the Book of Mormon. Therefore, the Lord deigned to speak on this subject, that his people might come to understanding. The revelation made clear that none were to be excluded from public worship meetings. So one of the reasons this revelation is given is because it was important for the saints to understand about the need to allow all to to come into the, the meetings. All visitors are welcome to all meetings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that take place in the meeting houses. Uh, And I think that this is a principle which, as as John Whitmer pointed out in his history, was important in the Book of Mormon. It was taught in there. But of course, um, the Lord was able to speak through a living prophet to clarify the matter, which is why having a living prophet is such a great blessing, to be able to keep the the direction from the Lord clear and true uh, to the members of the Church. Uh, Another reason why uh, this revelation was given was to address some practices and things that were beginning to happen surrounding gifts of the Spirit. As the uh, the church was being established in various parts of the land, uh, it became apparent that uh, there were practices that were taking place that were linked to supposedly spiritual gifts, but were not of God. Um, 
some examples and I've listened to a few um, podcasts and they, they referred to a quote and I can't remember the quote exactly, but there were specific circumstances that we have recorded where, for example, one individual uh, would strike his head on the, on the pulpit or on, on like kind of the wooden furniture in the room and fall unconscious and then get up and start prophesying things that have taken place. Of course, there are um, situations where individuals would speak other languages that were, un- were that were unknown. Uh, there was an individual that would act like a baboon and all these kind of things like that. And so obviously there were questions starting to rise with some saints that, you know, is this right? Is this, you know, revelation happening before us? Uh, or is this something we need to be aware of? In the, in Revelations in Context, um, in, in the chapter Religious Enthusiasm Among Early Ohio Converts, uh, it talks about this. Um, because, you know, there was discussions about these things happening. And um, Joseph Smith wrote to his brother Hiram Smith on March the 3rd, saying, quote, I have been in, in gay, in, in, engaged in regulating the churches here, as the disciples are numerous, and the devil has have had made many attempts to overthrow them, close quote. Um, and in Revelations and Context, it continues and says, quote, but there were important questions that remained to be answered. If the Book of Mormon promised the presence of spiritual gifts in the church, what was wrong with these practices? Had not Joseph himself been blessed with miraculous manifestations of the Spirit? And what of the Book of Mormon in stories of Alma and Lamoni, who fell, apparently unconscious, while the Spirit spoke to them? Just how was one to distinguish the gifts of God from human intentions, human inventions or the influence of evil? A revelation, now Doctrine and Covenants 46, in response to Joseph's inquiries about how to conduct sacrament meetings, shed some light on these questions. Close quote. So obviously we will uh, go through the answers to these questions and talk about um, those specific uh, verses over the next uh, couple of days. And I think that as we do this, it'll be important to kind of think about how we apply that to our lives today. Spiritual gifts are available to everyone. And as we will talk about over these next couple of days, um, you know, the spiritual gifts available to all of us are are many. And it's not just that the list in this section, of course, that the, the list in this section is not an exhaustive list, a list of all the gifts of the spirit. Uh, we're sharing quotes on that and great ideas about how, um, you know, the spirit's that the spiritual gifts we find are there. Uh, but let's have a look at the first part of Doctrine and Covenants 46 and talk about how the Spirit will, will help conduct the meeting. In verse 2 it says, But notwithstanding those things which are written, it always has been given to the elders of my church from the beginning, and ever shall be, to conduct all meetings as they are directed and guided by the Holy Spirit. Nevertheless, you are commanded never to cast any one from your public meetings which are held before the world. You are also commanded not to cast anyone who belongs to the church out of your sacrament meetings. Nevertheless, if any have trespassed, let him not partake until he makes reconciliation. The The standard is, is, is very clear here. that church meetings are for every individual, every soul, every one of God's children, whether they're members of the church or not, whether they are members of the church who have been who have lost the membership or not. Um, everyone is invited to come to church, to come to Christ through those meetings. Of course, some indiv- individuals may be required to not partake of the ordinance uh, that goes on in sacrament meeting. But as a general rule, everyone is invited to come and partake um, because that's what Christ wants. He wants his children to come to, unto him. And that's why we invite everyone. 
um, because you know the, those are given as an opportunity for people to experience the spirit and gather together and uh, to uplift one another. Uh, and so the same is with confirmation meetings. Now, obviously, um, they refer to confirmation meetings in verse six, and this seems to be meetings where confirmations would take place. Obviously, now we have those take place at sacrament meetings if they are a convert or at the baptism meeting themselves if they're a child of record. Um, but it is something which, again, invites all to to witness and to see Christ's gospel in action. Uh, and what a blessing it is that we have this this loving Heavenly Father that wants all people to come and to take part in these meetings and that we can invite our friends uh, to take part in them as well. Uh, thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do continue to listen to the podcast on the social media, uh, listen to the podcast, share it on social media platforms, particularly the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. It'd be great to um, hear your thoughts on what you've been studying as well on there or at the email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.